0: to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. When a person speaks fear, what they're doing is they're trying to come across like they're concerned about the safety and well-being of other people. So if I say I'm afraid that if you go there, this would happen to you, now you put doubt in somebody's heart and mind for the volition or choice that they have to do something for them but the person who's listening to it interjects with their own perception, their own uh, input of what may or could happen to something that has nothing to do with them. But because of that person's relationship with that person, the person who feels compelled to go somewhere, heeds and listens to the person's input which is really just based on several factors. It's fear talk, because of fear you're not gonna be in my life. Fear if you go there, you're gonna be successful, or you may fail, or this could happen to you, or that can happen to you. So they're speaking out, not for the interest and well-being of that person, but they're putting doubt and roadblocks for the person who is called to move forward in that direction. So we gotta be careful when we share what we're gonna do or how we feel God is gonna do something in our life. Because if you surround yourself with people, most people speak with fear. They interpret the world through fear. And fear literally clouds reasoning. It, It interferes with logic. It interferes even with vision, because even in true vision, that you believe something down there is good, Someone may see that vision, but they add in players, they add in scenarios of fear. So something can look rosy down the road because the person believes it's rosy, but a person may say, yeah, but there could be some foxes and some wolves and there could be some, you know, bears out there. There could be all these traps out there. And I I think you should consider this option versus the option you're taking. Then a person has to assess and reason back and say, you might be right. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't go down there. So Satan knows how to drop a small amount of fear to get someone to stop operating in faith. And remember what Jesus said. Jesus said, you just need a faith of a mustard seed. Now, mustard seed, as people know, if you plant it and you look how small it, tiny it is, small. it's really small, you grow that thing, it, it, it takes off. It just blooms. Same thing with fear. It doesn't take big fear to get somebody to go off track. It takes a little doubt, a little fear bubble. And somebody's now operating in fear, which means they're not following God. They're not obeying God. Because if God told you to do something, It takes faith to obey God. But if you doubt God, don't trust God, you don't believe what he said is true, you're operating in fear. can't be faith, it's fear. So I'm very careful, if I'm gonna talk to somebody that I believe God is telling me what he wants me to do. And I wanna get someone who's hopefully spiritual enough and mature enough to listen to it. It's just to listen Not to follow, is to get input. Not to literally do what they say. That's just getting a second uh, account or uh, testimony or witness from the Lord. But at the same time, just trust God and just do it, because most people, most, will listen, and somehow, vicariously live through your interpretation, and then they'll throw in barriers of concern. Well, have you ever thought about this and that and the other? You go, wait a minute, that's, that's not what God said. If God told me to move to Chicago, if God told me to move to New York City, and I heard it clearly, he said to do so because he has something planned for me. And I share that with even the person with the right intentions. The first thing out of their mouth is going to be fear. Well, there's crime there. Are you sure God said that? There's the doubt. That's what Satan did in the garden. Are you sure God said that? (laughs) Are you sure he told you to do that? (laughs) Come on. So people will bring up factoids of possibilities of things that could happen to you because of the data that's out there. There's crime and and so on. But if you're gonna live by faith, you you, you can't listen to things that will stop you from obeying God. Because if you do, then you're living in fear yourself. Well, my brother who's a believer, said not to move out there. And Maybe you need to go back to God and ask him again. <laughs> I think you should stay here. You can get the same job here over here or over here. But no, my spirit, I'm feeling restless. He wants me to move to New York. You gotta trust. You gotta trust. If that's what God told that person who is proven by the fruits of their spirit, that they're listening to God, walking by faith, that any other believer should say, let me just pray with you then and pray God's protection over you. But most people will introduce their own fear. And I've seen people listen to it. Just like Eve listened in the garden and Adam was standing right there. So we have to stop and assess what is being said, and if we hear anything contrary to what God told us to do, we're only hearing concerns that is bathed or grown in an attitude or concern of fear. They can call it concern. I'm worried about this for you. I have this for you. Hey, I gotta trust that you're you've been walking in in obedience to God that God has called you to do it, you've been praying about it, you're not impulsively doing this, then I'm just going to believe that God got your back. But stop listening to people. I don't care what the relationship is. Brother, mother, husband, wife, whomever it may be, the minute they introduce their own fear of concern, you got to outweigh it and say, Lord, you told me to move. My mother, my brother, my wife, my friend said, ah, they got concerns. They're worried about my, my, you know, life out there, Lord. They just saw something on Fox News or CNN that somebody just got shot sitting in their car or a woman got pushed in front. I, I hear their concerns, Lord, but I've been praying. I even fasted. I don't know what's going on, but you want me to move. Therefore, I'm going to move because I trust you. And if it's meant for me to go down there and something bad happens, as long as I do what you told me to do, let your will be done, Lord, to what happens to my life. Jesus knew going to the cross was going to result in his apostles deserting him, an apostle betraying him. It was going to be painful with the mock trials that were going on. (laughs) And yet, Even Peter tried to stop him. And Peter looked at him and said, you don't have the heart and mind of God right now. I'm gonna pray for you. You can't stop me for what God has called me to do. So we have no excuse to listen to people when God told us to do what he told us to do. So I just want you to think about that because I'm very careful I'm giving my opinion or feedback to what somebody asked my my opinion or advice on. If it's truly of God, what more can I say? Something to consider. Live by faith. Don't operate in fear. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Word. Join me again as we discuss Bible topics that will help you live a victorious life through Jesus Christ.